discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. He was blended into his environment. He was blended into his environment. Blended into his environment. Second Peter 2 verse 8. Blended into his environment. For that righteous man dwelling among them. So here he's dwelling among them. But we read in Genesis that he wasn't dwelling among them. In Genesis he pitched his tent at what? A Jesu. In Genesis he was at a Jesu. But in Peter, he's at Asafo. <laughs> the center of the city. Can you imagine? Now, he is not towards the city. He is dwelling among them. Now, the word dwelling in the Greek, actually, you know what it means? It means to settle down and to be comfortable with the living conditions. So, he settled down among them and he was comfortable with his environment and with the living conditions that was lot you read Genesis 19 in Genesis the Bible says that <laughs> you know where Lot was Lot was not just a citizen of Sodom he didn't just dwell among them he wasn't an ordinary citizen the Bible says he sat in the gates of the city you know what it means to say that at the gate of the city in those days it was a public officials who sat at the gate of the city you must be a public official it was the city fathers the city fathers and the elders that sat at the gate of the city and for you to be a public official of a city you need to be endorsed you need you need the approbation the approval of the citizens of the city before you can become a public official so lot was endorsed by the sodomite before you are endorsed or approved by the sodomite, it presupposes that there must be something in your character which they approve or which they like. They like your way of living. They approve something of your character which they like. Then in that endorsement, you become a public official. So that is how low Lot had sunk. <laughs> so much that he had risen in ranks in Sodom. <laughs> In Sodom, until you are corrupt, they cannot give, make you a public official. They must endorse you. The Sodomite must endorse you. There must be something in your character they like for them to put you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he dwelt among them and he was now a public official. Do you know how wicked the Sodomites were? Let me show you. Genesis 19. How, how? Now, and there came two angels, angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot sat in the gates of Sodom. 
Oh Lord. Is that what you have become? And the Lord, sorry, and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them. Now, look at Lot. Now let's see Genesis 18. Let me show you something. When Abraham saw the angels coming, you know what happened? The Bible says he ran. Oh, Abraham, run. Genesis 18, verse 1. Verse 2. He lit up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran. Let's go back to 19. So you see, Abraham, the old man, ran to meet the angels with God. And these two angels, these were the two angels, same angels that went to Lot. But after what Lot, he just walked to meet them. You see, one was backsliding. The Abraham type of believer and the Lot type of believer. Abraham, who was elderly, ran. Lot, who was his nephew, a young man, just rose up and Sometimes the way people go to church, it, 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 it. <laughs> you can tell which level they are in backsliding. Level one or level two? <laughs> this is level two. Because when they are going to cinem- cinemas and when they are going to sports, that's not the kind of attitude they have. They go with joy and expectation. And when they come to church, When they, they look, they calculate when the church will close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Attitude. That's not the attitude they use, they have when they are watching movies. <laughs> they can watch three movies in chains at a go, and they are still alive. But when the preacher is preaching, what is all this? All this. And even your attitude in seven in the house of God. Years ago, when I was in secondary school, I was a president of the fellowship, and I had to, we had to hand over. But there was this twin. It was hard to tell which is which. <laughs> and I want, we're giving them executive positions, but I wanted to test them which one had zeal to serve God. So they were twins. So I gave them an appointment to come to the um, the assembly hall. To arrange chairs for the service. And I went to hide at the top where the choristers normally are, behind, and I was watching their attitude. So one of the twins, <laughs> one of them came, the first one came and you know how he was arranging the chairs? He just came, the way he was walking. <laughs> but his brother came, his twin brother. And when he came, he just was running. He was full of zeal. He was cleaning the chairs. As he was cleaning, he was standing and speaking tongues. And he was. I just marked him. I said, This is the leader. This is the executive. This is the leader. <laughs> I met them a few years ago. And it's like that. The other one is bending in ministry. Bending in doing wild. The other one is. Um... <laughs> He's inside. <laughs> He's a public official. <laughs> so your attitude. One day we come and 
hide cameras here and call you to come and clean the church and see your attitude whether you are a lot type of Christian or, or an Abraham type of Christian angels are coming Abraham ran what I'm reading the Bible and I, I see that my, my heart leaps Abraham from a distance so he could perceive spiritually that this is God with two angels he ran old Abraham his heartbeat was behind his heels. But this guy, anyway, because of his association with Abraham, just uh, arose him. He did the same thing, but the attitude was different. He bowed down, he arose. How can you see angels and you are walking like a desikali in them? Why? Are you walking in your hall or something? You are coming there. Sodom was so corrupt. Let me show you something. In this chapter, chapter 19, when the angels came, Lot was hospitable because he had learned that from Abraham. He said, ah, let me take you inside. The angel said, no, we are not going. We'll stay in the street. Can you imagine? We'll stay in the street. Lot persuaded them. You know why? The Jewish authority tells us that in Sodom, the, the reason Lot wanted them inside was not just because he was hospitable. Lord didn't want them to see what has been happening every night in Sodom. Authorities tell us that every night at a certain time, uh, there was open sex. Homosexuality is on the top. Everywhere in Sodom. Every night. So he wanted to drag them before because he knows that if they see it, they will destroy the city. So his heart was to prevent the city from being destroyed. That's why he wanted to take them inside so they don't see it. <laughs> so the bad Lord, look at his heart. He took them in. Not long, not knowing the people had seen that some two visitors had, had come. Look, look. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house around, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. The next verse. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Why are the men which came into, into, into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Know there is the word for sexually knowing them. Let me show you how the city was. They wanted to rape the angels. Katayande. <laughs> These were seniors. Oh. Seniors. Rape the angels. And the whole city, the word young is for young boys. That's what the world wants to do today. Sex for young people. Eight, nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The young is young boys. Though. As well as the old. They all gathered and they want to rape two people. So they all want to sleep with them in chains and in tents. Both the young from every, every quarter. So you can see that if like any guest that comes there, you have to be raped. We have to. Everyone has to sleep with you. Can you imagine how Sodom was? And you know what happened? They tried to enter into the house. You know the story. What shocks me is this: when the angel smote them with blindness, they became blind. The Bible says that they wandered about. 
Please go back. Okay. Verse, verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 10. They came now to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. Verse 11. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they worried themselves to find the door. Now, King James is not... You know what? Let me show what it means. Though they were smitten with blindness, they were still trying to find the door and still get them to be raped. That's what it means. So although they were blind, they were still pursuing their cause. We must get these guys to sleep with them, though they were blind. That's strange. <laughs> That's strange. How can people like this appoint you to be their official? It's very serious. My, my, my. And if you go back, when they were trying to force themselves into the house, Lord says, Brethren, don't do this wicked thing. He called them brethren. Lord called the Sodomite brethren. <laughs> he called them brethren. Can you imagine? <laughs> so he was perfectly blended into the environment. He became like one of them. That's what many Christians have become. They are so much in the world that the world sees them as one of them. Many believers have become like that. They are one with the world. May that not be your portion. One with the world. The next point is that Lot was defeated by his environment. He was defeated by his environment. After being blended with the environment, now you get defeated by the environment. You see... By Lot living in Sodom, he had what is called a reprobate mind. King James, the Bible speaks of a reprobate mind. When you get deep, deep into the world, you get a reprobate mind. Now, what's the reprobate mind? Adokimos. A mind that is unapproved. There are some Christians, their minds are becoming, becoming reprobate. What it means is that a reprobate mind is, is a mind that is not thinking naturally as God intended it to be. You are not thinking straight. The mind is so demented and twisted. So much that good is evil and evil is good. A reprobate mind cannot discern good from evil and evil from good. That is how much Lot had gotten twisted in his thinking processes. So that when the Sodomite came to press on him, they wanted to break the door. You know what he said? He said, okay, um, brethren, don't do this. Don't touch these two strangers. I have two daughters who have never known a man. So I'll give them to you so you can rape them. But don't rape these two men. A reprobate mind. His thinking was twisted. To him, it was okay not to rape the two guests, but it was okay for them to rip his daughters. Twisted thinking. 
and it will shock you that <laughs> his daughters never knew any man. Scholars tell us that yet he had sons-in-laws. Some scholars believe that their daughters were married, but their marriage was never consummated because yeah, his sons-in-laws or their husbands were homosexuals. So they, they never touched his daughters. <laughs> and it's happening. It's happening nowadays. Yeah. People get married ceremonially, but they've never touched their wives because they themselves are homosexuals. You can't preach this message in London. By the time you say amen, you are in prison. <laughs> but we'll preach. Hallelujah. You see what Bishop is saying? So one of the members of the church in the U.S. left the church because he was talking about these things. Which level do you think that person is? Level one, two, or three? <laughs> The gate. Can you imagine? So such people have a reprobate mind. Even believers. Why do you speak against homosexuals? Why do you? Can you imagine? So it's like our thinking has become twisted and demented. So what is right is wrong. What is wrong is right. We are not thinking naturally. Naturally. You don't have to be a believer to know that these things are wrong. Can you imagine? Ma, 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 ma. Now, when Lot, <laughs> my, my, my. <laughs> when Lot said, asked them, why are you doing this wicked thing? You know what they said? Ah, so are you here to judge us? Who, who is this guy? He's a stranger among us, and now he's here to judge us. Are you here to judge us? Uh, literally, they were saying, what do you mean we cannot do what we are doing? Who are you? Who are you to say what you are doing is wrong? You know, Lot, eh? When even the angels told him that, do you have sons here and daughters here? We are destroying the city. Take them along. He went to tell his sons-in-law that, oh, God is about to destroy the city. The Bible says that he was to them as the one, as one who mocked. He was to them as one who mocked. But he seems as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. You know what it means? Every day, we are sitting at a bar, drinking. We are all drinking together. Monday, Tuesday, February, January, March, every day for years. The next day you come and tell me that Jesus is coming soon. <laughs> we would think you are joking. What do you mean? So the Bible says he was as one that mocked. His sons-in-law. So Lot lost his moral voice. He lost his pulpit. He lost his moral, moral authority. Even to his own family. Can you imagine? Because he was just like them. What do you mean we cannot do what we are doing? And one thing that surprised me. Lot was not willing to leave Sodom. The Bible says he lingered. He loved the city. He loved the city. His heart was there. So he was working, you know, how to linger. But it's like lingering in the presence of God. Sometimes you spend time with the Lord. It happens to me. When you are leaving, you can't go. Ah, but time is up. You, you, you feel like, you, you, ah, you just love to just fellowship. It's so sweet. 
it, it, it's a lot of pain living and going. That's how to linger his presence. And that's how Saul, uh, sorry, Lot lingered in Sodom, even with the presence of an angel. Now, God's heart was foul. Even unbelievers today in Ghana, when they see angel, the angel says, run! Um, Ghana is about to be destroyed. Yeah. Unbelievers will even run. Yeah. True of us. <laughs> but one in covenant with God, an angel is telling you we are, and you are lingering. Oh! So I'm leaving all this burden. Oh! Oh! Yet the Bible calls him a righteous man. You understand that the righteousness is just by faith? Yeah. Oh, and I like it. The angels took his hands and dragged him out. The Lord being merciful unto him. The angels dragged him out and destroyed the city. Ma, 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 ma. Hey. Righteous Lord. Dragged him out. So it's amazing that in Second Peter, let's see Second Peter 2, verse 8 and 9, verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly. Can you imagine? After talking about Lot, look at what God says, the Bible says. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. And to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. <laughs> I'm telling you. The word deliver here actually means to snatch away. It's amazing. Lot was delivered on account of righteousness by faith. On account of the covenant God had with Abraham. Praise God. Yeah. So he was a righteous man, yet he was defeated. There are many believers today, they are saved all right. They will not lose their salvation. When the rapture comes, they will go, like the way Lot was taken. Lot was not delivered on account of his works. None of believers are not saved on account of our works. No one will qualify. But after salvation, men are going to lose all their, all their rewards. Their rewards will be. And I'm telling you, even today, when we go to, when we go to heaven and we we'll meet Lotte, there are a lot of things he wish he did, he, he, he had not done. He slept away his life, wasted his life. I'm telling you, there, there is so much Lot had, will, will lose in heaven. He will forfeit a lot of his eternal glories for having lived the way he lived as a defeated Christian. Hallelujah. Now, how do you get to, to the third level? Or how do you even get to the first level, second level, and the third level? What, 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 what is it? What leads to? What tests you or propels you to follow those steps? Turn with me to the book of James chapter 4, verse 4. James chapter 4, verse 4. James 4, verse 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Now, in the Greek, it's not adulteress and adulteresses. In the Greek, it's ye adulteresses. It's feminine. Because we have married Christ, or Christ has married us, so we are his female bride. Yeah, so in the Greek, it's not adulteress here is male, adulteresses is female. In the Greek, it's only female. Ye adulteresses. Because we are married to Christ. Hallelujah. Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Whosoever will, whosoever therefore will be. The word will be, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You are not God's enemy, but you've placed yourself into that position. <laughs> whosoever will, therefore will be. Now the word will be is a strange Greek word. 
not the ordinary will. Bolumine is a word for counseling. Marriage counseling. The word for counseling. Marriage counseling. But this word speaks of self-counseling. Someone who counsels, who self-talk. Or someone who is counseling himself. Counseling. <laughs> now when you're going to get married, will you have to counsel yourself or see a counselor? There are many people when they're going to get married, they just marry. They don't see how important a counselor is. They, they want to counsel themselves, especially the guys. Always coming from the guys. Most of the females want to be counseled. But the guys goes like, oh, it's not necessary. If you meet any man who says counseling is not necessary, run as fast as you can. Run as fast as you can. Or the guy says he doesn't want to be under any spiritual authority. Mm. Uh, you've, started, you've begun preparing your, your grave. Oh, yes. Or your casket. Oh, yes. <laughs> Counseling is a lifeline for every true marriage. Oh, yes. Counseling. Bishop will teach you many things. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine was going to get married. And you're on a counseling. And there's a session where you are taught how to make love with your wife. When they go there, this guy says, Say, don't teach me the side. <laughs> don't, don't touch it because, don't touch because God Himself will teach us. <laughs> I was in my, we're in a house until we we're there, we had a knock on our door. We thought we were in the, in the honeymoon. They had come home. They said they are struggling. They are struggling. They, they need help. Can you imagine? So, counseling is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good. All right. But this, 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 this one is self-counseling. You see, he's given us how people end up being in the world. They self-counsel themselves. <laughs> you know what it means? Self-talk. They go like this. They are, they are there as Christians. They are in the church. But they just start talking, talking to themselves. Oh, George. George. Why are you too rigid? Why? Loosen up a little bit. Loosen up. Why are you doing this to yourself? Look. Chill. Chill. Look at what is happening. You only live once. Look at all these sisters who are praying, praying, praying. How many of them are married? You know, you know, the devil can give you so much excuses. Uh-huh. Look. And give you examples to even point to. So you start counseling yourself. Ah, let me just relax. Am I the one who killed Jesus? Why do you have to go in church, 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 church? Fast and fast and fast and fast. Every day you have to. Every day, church, church. Ah, ah, why, ah, why should life be like that? It doesn't happen in one day. It's self talk, letter after letter. You talk to yourself. You think into it. Then you start going back. Before you realize, you've stopped coming for midweek meetings. Going back. <laughs> why you have substituted midweek because ah, why don't you stay in the house after work why do you have to rush take trot, trot, sweat all to come to this place all the stress you can relax a little bit and the devil give you reasons ah, if I if I stay at home I'll get to rest better there's this um, this um, TV show uh, uh, champions I'll get to enjoy all of these things uh, 
So you counsel yourself. Self-talk, letter by letter. Letter by letter. Letter by letter. Before you realize, <laughs> you don't even pay your tithe. <laughs> no, it doesn't start with tithe. It starts with giving a stingy offering. Stingy offering. Before you realize, at first you were giving 50 Ghana. But when you started counseling yourself, you, you, you came to 30 Ghana. And more self-counseling came to, before you realize, 3 Ghana. <laughs> self <laughs> self counseling. So it's self talk. So people backslide by self talk. Yeah, they talk to themselves, convince themselves, counsel themselves. Self convict, they convince themselves to step back. May that not ha- never happen to you. And with the moment you start demons' life, they'll just come and whisper reasons. Look at look at Pastor. I'm sure what he was even saying last week it, it was about you. And start pointing to how people have not offended you in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Of, of offending you in church. Because I, I, in fact, when but when you go into the world, your friends there, even at workplaces, they don't offend you like that. Yeah. But church, Mama God is here. Is this a church? How can this be a house of God? <laughs> Self-counseling. So you are walking back little by little. Ken Hagen revealed in one of his writings how a, a, a pastor's wife ended up in the world and became demon-possessed. He says this pastor, this pastor's wife was very beautiful. He says she would just look like looked like a model in the world standard, very very powerful. Physical vital statistics, perfect. <laughs> then the demons began to whisper in her ears, Look, you are nice. Why are you wasting your beauty in church? Look at the beauty pageant. You could have gotten popular in the world. So Kenekin began to see in the spirit, and demons like monkeys were standing on her shoulders and speaking to her ears. At first, she began to resist them. But the demons came back again. Then later she began to endorse them. It's true. Look at how beautiful I am. And she goes standing in the, in, the, in, the, in the mirror. Look at my hips. Look at me. I have all the goods. Ah. <laughs> I'm too good for one man. Ah. I can slay thousands. <laughs> I have a slain anointing. <laughs> Self counseling. That's what people do. By self-counseling, they stop midweek meetings. Self-counseling, they stop um, departmental meetings. Self-counseling, they stop fasting. Self-counseling, they stop waking up at dawn, early dawn to pray. Self-counseling, they counsel themselves with so many reasons that are seemingly legitimate. And they start backsliding. These are the steps to backsliding. Let's go back to our dear Lord, Second Peter. <laughs> Second Peter uh, 2 verse 7. I want to show you something. Ma, 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 ma. Now, there, there are two words. We see the word vex in verse 7 and verse 8. But there are two different Greek words. And delivered righteous lots, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Verse 8. 
For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing, vexed. So there the two words for vexed. The first one is kataponio. The first one is different from the second one. Praise God. Say vex. Vex. So this one is basanizo. Verse 7 is kataponio. Now, kataponio means, kata means to become worrisome. Someone who is worrisome. Like a heavy load hitting someone. Let me show what it means. He was vexed with filthy conversation. Now, initially, when Lot moved his tent and dwelt in uh, Sodom, this was an initial situation. He was vexed with the filthy conversation. Now, the word vexed, Catapointo, means that he was troubled about what he was seeing, what he was hearing. He was troubled. When he got there, what? Look at what they are saying. He was so shocked. It was worrisome for him. No, 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 that's not right. He kept hearing and he knew that whatever the people were saying was not right. Oh, this is bad. What? Ah, no, no, no. How, how can they say this? How? So he was troubled initially. This is the first word for this is the word for vex. He was weighed down, troubled for their conversation. But after a while, the next verse, Basanizo. <laughs> That for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing, vexed. Now the word vexed here means torment or torture. It means to be callosed, to be to be numb, be numb. You know when something is benumbed, it cannot feel again. In history, Apostle James, the brother of Jesus, history tells us that he had a callosed knee. They call him the camel's knee. He knelt down to pray for untold hours that his kneecap became callosed, like a camel's knee. He, he could, he, there was no feeling in this place. He, could, he couldn't feel anything here. The same happened to Charles Finney. Charles Finney. They prayed until their knee became like camel's knee. Yeah. It, it couldn't feel again. There's, there's no feeling. That's the word for vexed. So what it means is that he callosed his soul. So initially he was troubled by, by what the people were doing, by their speech, by their conversation. But after a while, hmm, after a while, to him it was so normal, he didn't see anything wrong about what they were, they were doing. You know how he got there? The Bible says, in seeing and hearing. Now the Greek says, now English says seeing and hearing, but, but the Greek says in seeing and 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 hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. He vexed his righteous soul. <laughs> so it didn't happen in one day. So seeing, 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 seeing. Initially he had trouble against what he was seeing. But later on he said, oh, after all, it's normal. He desensitized his soul. He accepted it. It was so normal, he couldn't feel anything was wrong with it again. So he callosed his soul. How did he get there? Seeing, 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 hearing, 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 hearing. You can callous your soul. 
So all our problems is in seeing, 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 hearing, 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 hearing. Now, initially, listen, some people, they will see a movie that has uh, sexual scenes. When they get it, they even close their eyes. Or they, they, they even forward it. Uh-huh. But as you begin to give yourself to watching sexual movies, initially, ah, ah, this is not good. Ah, God doesn't like it. But after a while, you are watching. Eh? Oh. 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 You go, you are troubled. Lord, I'm, Lord, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. But the next day, go and sit back. Mm-hmm. So this thing is nice. Oh. Oh. So, in sin, in sin, and see, so I'm telling you, a time will come that you can sit down and watch pornographic movies wow. and wake up and come for church service. Yeah, because your soul is calloused. <laughs> it is, it's normal. So you have no feeling of wrong. You've, you've passed feeling. You have no feeling of wrong. Yeah. So there are some people in their relationship, they can kiss and kiss. Oh, and they are kissing the relationship because to them it's normal. You haven't sex before the service. Can you imagine? Yeah. 9 a.m. You, you are doing something. 9 30, come to lift up holy hands. Yeah, to them it's normal. I know people who, in their relationship, they do everything. They fondle, kiss everything, oh. Because to them, as long as you are in love. Oh, yeah. But again, at, at, at the end of the day, they are going to be married, married. Mm-hmm. 60% of all marital problems come from those couple sleeping together before they married. But people don't even know. Hmm. 60%. Some of the cases that come, this one is uh, my spiritual father that taught me. Some of the cases that come, when it comes to me, I know where, I know, I know, I know, I know where it's coming from. It's like word of knowledge, but it's not word of knowledge. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> they were, I met some a couple, they were talking about their problems. I just asked them, did you sleep together before? Yeah, that's it. That's the root. I just know. Yeah. <laughs> but some, it's not even once a while, it's a profession. <laughs> You know what happens? Ephesians 4 verse 19. Ephesians 4 verse 19. In seeing, beware what you watch on your phone. It can start with an advertisement. One day, my my wife and myself were looking for toys for online to buy for our kids. So toys for kids. What came was sex toys. Something like that. Sex toys. We're shocked. Toys for kids. Toys for kids. So we can order them online. But what came was sex toys. And so the one you're watching on your phone, you know some advertisement. Don't be watching and watching. Wow. No, 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 no. Seeing, seeing. The eye is the gateway to the soul. YouTube. R- reels. Yeah. This time, pornography is just in your hands. 
But you watch something and sometimes, ah, the way the lady is dressed, you are enchanted to watch again. Never watch again. You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> what do you think I'm coming to say? <laughs> There's a difference between lust and transgression. What am I saying? There's a difference between iniquity and transgression. You know in the Bible, iniquity is sin, transgression is sin. But the two are different. Iniquity is an inward motivation, but transgression is an outward movement. Mm-hmm. Transgression is what English calls it, English language calls it trespass. Yeah, for instance, if you go and steal some, something that belongs to someone, it's, 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 it's a transgression. If you go and sleep with someone's wife, it's a transgression. It's outward. Okay, but iniquity is always inward. Okay, so an example of iniquity is lust. Lust is iniquity, but adultery is transgression. But in Exodus, you know, God says he's visiting not the transgression, but the iniquity of the fathers to the third and the fourth generation. Normally, iniquity in the heart of men is transferred to their generations. What passes on to our posterity is not even our transgression. It's iniquity. That is why some of you, as, as early as 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you could, you could sense lust coming strongly on you. You don't know where it's coming from. It's in iniquity. It's, trans, it's in the family line. It's coming from your father. Go and trace your father's history. <laughs> trace your father's history. The iniquity is passed on third to fourth generations. It's, passed, it's inherited. Not a transgression, the iniquity. How do you deal with lust? Jesus says that whosoever looketh at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in his heart. So there are three stages. Looking, lust, adultery. Lust comes by looking. And adultery comes from lust. So it starts with iniquity and ends in transgression. So there's looking, there's lust, then there's adultery. How can you prevent stage two? By preventing stage one. Don't look. And seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing. So you are driving and see the, the lady walking in a, a jogging. And some things are showing. Concentrate on the car the next time ahead of you. Don't turn your head. What is your business turning your head? What are you watching? <laughs> I'm watching nature's beauty. <laughs> a certain man was in the sky with his wife, and a lady was passing, and the man was gazing at the lady, and saw that the wife had caught him. So he didn't know how to escape. The guy was smart. He said, hmm, hey, what sort of generation is this? Look how people are addressing these days. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in, in Ephesians 4.19, in seeing and seeing, what are you seeing on your phone? What are you watching on your phone? Even the movies you watch, you must be selective. 
Otherwise, you can contaminate your own soul. It, it can defile. And you go higher and higher, it, it can become calloused. Then it's normal. There are some people kissing, fondling to the end. It's normal. A certain refined man of God slept with a lady. The lady came to report to me. The man of God was never like that. He said, the man of God said, oh, even dogs, God permit them to sleep with each other. How much more human beings? This is a serious man of God. And so, it's not true. Everyone is pretending. Nobody can be chased. And that's the reason people give. There is no virgin. There's no virgin anywhere. Someone told me that the oldest virgin is 15 years old. I married at 32. And I met a lady in the, in the, in the plane, an actress. We had a long conversation. She said, no, there's no, there's no virgin. As I was married, I was a virgin. So I said, I'm a virgin. She said, no. She laughed at me to scorn and said, I'm, I'm impotent. Wow. Because it's not possible on this side of the eternities. That's what she said. She said. That's what people are thinking. Now, to be a virgin is, even goes with shame. Can you imagine? Virginity is lack of opportunity. If they had an opportunity, you couldn't have said you were a virgin. <laughs> and seeing and seeing and seeing. So you have to take heed what you see. Yeah. The Bible says, Oh, my, 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 my. Who being past feeling? You see, life, the life of God has, every life has a feeling. The physical life has a feeling. When you are, the, when you break the loss, of the loss of the body, you feel malaria, fever, comes with feeling. Why? Because a lot of the body is broken. That's a human life. God's life, also every life kind of life has its own feeling. The higher the life, the higher the feeling. Don't you see, don't you see that when you are speaking, and you start speaking, gossiping. If you're working with God, instantly you have a feeling in your, in, in, within your heart. The feeling says means you are alive. But something is wrong. So stop there. That's a feeling. So it's a good thing. It's like the red light. It's a check. You are, you are speaking wrongly. You are on the path of death. Stop. Then you stop. It's so powerful. But there are some people, the Bible says, they have passed feeling or they have ceased feeling. That means they are gossiping, but there is no feeling that they should stop. Once there is no feeling, you give yourself to lasciviousness, which is licentiousness, where we get the word license. So, without feeling, you have license to do everything you want to do. So, it's very important. There are believers, they can lie. I saw some believers, lying is just normal. Yeah. Hey, they, can, they can lie. Hey. They can, I, I'm telling you. One day we're having a naming ceremony. My wife was there, naming ceremony. We're having it at a, somewhere else. Where were we having it, cry? We're having a naming ceremony at Santa Maria. The MC called and said, oh, I'm at a, um, I'm at Teshinungwa. I'm in car. I'm in a car. Teshinungwa. I'm, I'm coming right now. And said it audibly for everyone to hear. Meanwhile, he's at Santa Maria. 
But there are some people I've seen, they lie without forethought. And it's normal. Yeah. They lie right now to escape. It's amazing. It's like an anointing. It can just lie. <laughs> but I'm amazed there is no, like, they have past feeling. They've past feeling. They've past feeling. Why? Their soul is calloused. Their soul is vexed. It's benumbed. So they, they can't tell what is wrong. This is the last stage of the backsliding stage. Wow. This is the last stage. So now you are defeated by the environment. You are swallowed in by the world. You are, you are, you are caved in. Ma, 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 ma. Praise God. But Jesus says, To him that overcometh, I shall give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. To him that overcometh, I shall give him a white stone, with a name written which no man knoweth, save he that receiveth it. To him that overcometh, I will give him to eat of the hidden manna. I will give him the morning star. <laughs> I shall give him a rod of iron, <laughs> and he shall rule the nations. To him, he's always calling for those who will overcome. To him that overcometh. Overcome the corrupt system. Overcome the world. Hallelujah. Say, I'm an overcomer. I'm overcome. Instead of we being defeated by the environment, we, we are called to bless our environment. When Elisha received the mantle from Elijah and walked and reached Jericho, the inhabitants of Jericho came to him and said, Sir, our water system has death in it. Whoever drinks the water has a problem. Can it do something for us? The water system, the fountains have death. According to history, the waters of Jericho were so polluted that when women drank it, they were easily miscarried. It caused natural abortion. It was causing several diseases. So they came to Elisha of Shaphat, who had received the mantle from Elijah. You know his response to them. He said, bring me a new cruise and put salt in it. They brought him a new cruise, a new vessel, a new bowl. They brought it to him and they put salt in it and went to the fountains of waters and threw it therein and it was healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the new cruise. You are the new creation. You are the new creation. But the thing is that you are the salt of the earth. <laughs> he has made us a salt of the earth. What is the significance of salt? The essence of salt is to kill germs, to terminate corruption. It's so amazing that in those days, salt was used as fertilizers. What they did in those days was that if you were planting, they sparingly sprinkled salt and they planted the seed. And when you sprinkle salt as fertilizer, the harvest is stronger and larger than the ordinary harvest because salt was used as fertilizers. Praise God. When God sprinkles us as salt in diverse places, because of our presence, things go, go well. It's because of you that business is going well. It's because of you that venture, that enterprise is going well. Because we are a fertilizer in that environment. We are called as salt. In those days, salt was used as first aid. Medical doctors carried salt as first aid in their little boxes. When someone got injured, they first applied salt. Salt was medicinal. It was used for health purposes. They were Salt. persuaded of them. They embraced them and they confessed mama, 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 that they were strangers and pilgrims. We are strangers and pilgrims of whom the world is not worthy. Mama, Shibra, Simran, Shimran, Shimran, Simran, Simran. 
Takabateke. Our life is Christ. Our life is Christ. We overcome the attractions of the world. Hey, we leave the borderline of the promised land. We're getting deeper. Our prayer life is deeper. Our time in the word is deeper. We feed on the heavenly manna. We feed on the heavenly bread. We feed on the bread of life. Mama Shiba Liba Sunday. I counseled thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and find remnant that the shame of thy nakedness does not appear and to anoint thine eyes with eyesalve that thou mayest see be zealous therefore and repent he said be zealous therefore and repent Laba Sunday behold I stand at the door and knock if any man will hear my voice is the door of the believer is the heart of the believer he is knocking if you will hear his voice he'll come in and sup with you intimacy with Jesus hey 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 this is the victory that overcoming the world even our faith and who is he that overcoming the world but he that is born of God he that is born of God Rabras, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believeth to the Jews and to the Gentiles for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith we live by faith to him that overcometh hey 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 now faith is the substance of things hoped for for by it the elders obtain the good report mama 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 simbra 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 through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and the things which are were not made of things which don't appear by faith Abel obtained an excellent witness than Cain in the which he obtained witness that he was righteous God testifying of his gift in that he being dead yet speaketh by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see that for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God and was translated and was not found and without faith it is impossible to please him therefore he that cometh to God must believe that he is and he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him by faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet 
moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith by faith abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should afterward receive as an inheritance obeyed he went out not knowing whether he went mama 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 dwelling in the tabernacles with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise this is the victory that overcame the world even our faith Shamandori ekabari in the side in gabaka dori bekatide akta basimbran zebra sombran the sibata by faith abraham when he was tried offered up isaac he that received the promises offered his only begotten son of whom it was said in isaac said i see be called Mama, Sibe, Hele, Shima, Site, Teke, Zumana, Simbran, 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 Mama, by faith, Jacob, he blessed the sons of Joseph. He worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, he gave commandment concerning his bones. Mama, mama, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hit three months of his spirit. Because they knew he was a proper child. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season he esteemed the reproaches of Christ greater treasures greater riches than the treasures of Egypt for he had respect unto the recompense of a reward there is the recompense of a reward we turn our back to Egypt the reproaches of Christ more than the treasures of Egypt by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king <laughs> what shall I more say time will fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Japheth and of David and of Samuel and of the prophet who through faith subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness obtained promises subdued kingdoms stopped the mouth of lions out of their weakness were made strong tend to fly the armies of the aliens hey we overcome the world Jesus died for us. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. 
and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amala. Alamata. Imama. You are here, you want to dedicate your life to Jesus. Every eye closed, stretch your hands. Because you have to stretch your hands because grace is coming over you. You want to dedicate your life. You want to leave the borderline. You know the grace that is coming upon you? Unusual grace and a spiritual appetite for spiritual things. And as I pray, God will stir up your spiritual appetite for spiritual things. You begin to devour the word of God as never before. You begin to pray as never before. The spirit of grace and supplication will come over you. Now lift up your hands. Now keep quiet. I want you to make one step in front of you and say, say I leave the borderline of the world. Just one step as a sign. Say, I leave. And say, I leave the borderline of the world. I refuse to become blended with the world. And to become defeated by my environment. Lift up your hands as you receive grace. Touch the keyboard. Grace. You know, grace is coming. I see addictions leaving your bodies. Because those spirits that are afflicting your bodies are leaving your bodies. Now in Jesus name. All those tormenting spirits including sicknesses are leaving your bodies. And as you lift your hands in the name Jesus grace comes over you. You will pray as never before. Your quest for the word is increasing right now. Now lift up your hands and with desire just embrace it. Receive it. If I be a man of God I call forth the heavens to release grace on you now. I call forth the Father to release grace on you now. In Jesus name. I call forth heaven to dispatch angels and graces and anointings to hit us. Mama, mama, mama. A renewed appetite. Renewed appetite. Renewed appetite. Renewed appetite. Renewed appetite. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Give him the glory for the victory. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. Bless his name. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.